Keeping It Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont. Hi, everyone. What a great and wonderful day today it is. And um, I'm here. I'm your host with Real and Raw with me, Patrick Tremont. And it's it's such a nice day today. And I just... Did you hear that? That's such a weird sound. Is that... Did you hear that? Okay. I heard that. Okay, now the lights are flickering. What was that? I don't know. Okay. Okay, look, people, this is not like a tornado or a hurricane anything coming from here but it just kind of like flickered it's kind of weird always felt like whenever these kind of things happen like there's you know um like i don't know like it's like a sign from someone else trying to tell you something like we're here and i want you to know that i'm here and i'm thinking of you well this is your house and you're the man so you go investigate it um i will stay in here with the girls okay no i'm thinking that I'm going to um, actually stay here with you because I'm kind of chicken and I don't know what's happening. So I'm just going to sit here and pray. Girl, we're going to pray. We're going to pray to everybody. And so to make sure that all this does not keep flickering because that's just kind of weird. And it's a beautiful day outside. It's a little freaky. Yeah, I know. But then again, it could just, I mean, you know, you ever watch that show with the, um, the Tyler guy? And it's on um, one of the channels. And he uh, is one of those... Um, Mediums? Yes. You ever watch that show? And he kind of sketches out the the things. He, uh, it's just lines and circles and stuff, you know? He'll just get a notepad, and he has like a pen or whatever. And then he just kind of scribbles on there, and he'll say... Your grandmother is behind you and she's wishing you that you would, you know, do the right spaghetti sauce and she remembers you and, you know, don't cry. You know what I mean? It's like, if oh. If he told me that, I would be off that couch and gone. I mean, well, you know what? The funny thing is, is that I'm kind of interested in that kind of stuff. Like, I would like to know. Okay, I would like to get him to come. I would wonder if he'd come here and talk to me. That'd be great. I just need to send out an invite to him or something and yes. connect. Yeah, kind of connect to his people and say... You know, I want Tyler to come and, you know, do me a reading or whatever they do. And I think it'd be kind of cool because, you know, I would like to know who is here. Maybe that's why the lights are flickering, you know? Yes. I mean, it could be, it could be a loved one that passed. It could be, you know, one of your puppies. It could be, I don't, I don't know how all that works. And I'm not even pretending to even know, but I I do kind of find it interesting though. So about, about two months ago, we had... My husband was in bed asleep, and I was in the living room, uh-huh. and the doorknob on our bedroom turned, <gasps> opened, oh. and the dogs backed up and started growling, Ooh. and then the door shut. Ooh. Okay, see, now that's creepy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It was very chilling. See, I don't know what I would do if that happened to me like that. You know, now I've had some weird crazy stuff through the years happen, you know, to where I'm like, what is this? You know, I'd hear something and I'm telling you right now, and this is, I'm not even kidding. I remember I was asleep, but something woke me up and it felt like something kind of came over me. It was almost like they touched me or something. I don't know, but, and I heard my name and it was Patrick. That's what they did. And it's like, Patrick. It was just a very direct name calling to me. And I'm telling you right now, I got the chills laying there and I look over my husband's asleep 
And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. I know I heard that. This is not my imagination. There's no one in the house, but, um, you know, it's just so creepy and stuff. And, but that is, you know, I've heard stuff. And then also too, um, you know, I've had like these, these smells, but it's not a bad odor. You know what I mean? Like I would go, go through my house and there'd be like a scent of something sweet and there's not a candle lit. There's no, you know, diffusers going, you know, um, you know, like aromatherapy and stuff. And there's nothing outside. It's not even, you know, it could be in the winter and I would smell this particular sweet smell and it smelled almost like a cologne or, or something like that. And I'm like, who would this smell, who could I identify the smell with? You know, it was, and some, and when I've told the story before, I, you know, I'd, I'd tell a friend or whatever, and they're like, okay, no, you must be smelling like if it's none of those things, not a candle, not a thing, you must be actually, you know, um, smelling like maybe laundry detergent. Is it something where, where did you smell that? They were trying to really kind of solve it for me. And it was just, I said, no, I'm telling you. And um, I'd walk through the house and it could be any area of the house. And it would just be the sweet smell. And it felt like somebody was like, you know, walking behind me or something like that. I've gotten chills here before because, you know, I'm home alone sometimes. And it's like, this is so bizarre, but I don't know. Have you ever had that kind of thing happen to you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, cold spots every so often just walk into a cold spot and they say that's could be a spirit. Right. And Ooh. yeah, and I, I, I just don't like that feeling at all. But you know what? I don't think it necessarily has to be a bad thing. I think a lot of people think that it could be a bad thing. I think that it could be some people think it might be a spirit, but it doesn't have to be a bad spirit. Right. I no. think people I think when people think about these kind of things, they take it to a, a, another different like it's supposed to be. Um, and I'm not getting into a religious part of it or anything like that. But I mean, I just don't think it has to necessarily be bad. No, and, and, you bad know, things would happen if it is exactly. a bad spirit. So if it's a cold, you know, if it's a cold, you know, feeling or, or if it's a cold spot or whatever, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. I think it just could be, you know, if someone's there or whatever, it, you know, maybe they want to be here and just say, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. and then and then do whatever they don't going to do. You know yeah. what I mean? That, yeah. I just kind of take things and I look at it and I just don't see it necessarily as being a bad thing or negative. I just don't. I think I, I'm one of those kind of guys, if you, well, you know me for years, that I'm just kind of like the glass is half full and there's nothing wrong with that. So, and I, but I've never had really a bad experience, but I will say now there's this thing. Now, when I first met my husband, he cracked up. He called everybody he knew, especially in the family and told them this story. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and it, it is a story that has been infamous in my life, but it has happened a few times and it's, and I never knew what it was and never did until, okay. So I'll just back up here. It's a, a forgive me here if, it, if I'm feeling a little long winded, cause it's a little bit of a story. But when I was a kid, I always saw myself outside of myself, my, my body. So I'd go to bed, I'd be scared and I'm getting ready to go to school. Then it's like, a, it could be a school night. It could be a weekend. And I would go to bed and then I'd fall asleep and I'd be in this weird, deep sleep. But then I would sit there and, um, and then I'd kind of wake up and then I see the ceiling right in front of me. You know what I mean? It's like right there in front of my face and I can't see anything. Right. So 
I'm like, oh my God. So then, then I see my body just kind of turn around. Oh, that's wild. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. And then when I look, I, I'm, I shit you not, when I look down, it's my body asleep. Oh, so it's like out. my body levitates, gets to the ceiling, and then it just rotates and I see myself. It's like I'm outside of my body. And then I felt like I can uh, – it's not that I was going to like, you know, the 1800s and I'm like fighting dragons or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like I'm doing something crazy. I'm not going and fighting dragons and all this stuff. It's I know. It's not like I'm going to another place. Yeah. And I'm and doing whatever. I mean, I'm not on Mars or nothing like that. And I'm doing things. But I always see myself outside my body. But I always felt some, it was just weird. Okay. And then when I wanted to wake up and then I start to wake up like my natural body, when I do and I open up my eyes and I'm back in bed or my spirit or whatever, I can't catch my breath. And then I'm actually smothered. I feel like I'm smothering and I'm sitting there going, <gasps> you know what I mean? And then I see like this dark image over me. And then this is where people think it could be evil, but it's not, you know what it is? It's actually me trying to, I woke up before my body, before my spirit entered back into my body mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? And so they call this now, I'm not kidding. This happened when I was a kid and I would cry and go to my mom when I finally could move, because you're actually numb, your your body can't move, you're you're glued to your thing, and you're going, uh, 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 you know, because you're trying to talk and wake up somebody. You're paralyzed. Yes, you're like paralyzed, and then your eyes are open, so you can see what's happening around you. You can see the ceiling fan moving. You can see the lights from you know the you know the outdoor lights or whatever. You can see what's happening, but you cannot speak. You cannot move. You can only like sort of like move your eyes. Now, when I was a kid, this totally terrified me. So I would tell my mom, I'd tell her the whole story and I'd be like, Oh my God. And my mom said, baby, that was just a dream. You know, it's okay. Cause she didn't understand and she didn't know what it was. And you know, we, this is the seventies, you know, I mean, everybody was like, you know, just chilling back then, you know? And, um, yeah. but none of us really knew what that was. And it happened a few times. And then as I got older, it happened to me in my adult years, you know, and it's, it, it hasn't happened lately, but it has now all these years. I mean, it's happened to me through the years and anybody that has ever been around me or if I'm, if, if I spent the night at their house or my partner or whatever, we'd be like, what are you talking about? And then they'd witness it. Okay. So fast forward to, uh, my, my husband now. We get together, we're dating, and then before we got married, <laughs> I said, this is your way out, because if this scares you, then you'll know. And um, so he was like, what are you talking about? And so we were dating, and um, well, we were engaged, actually, and we were laying, you know, I was asleep, we were asleep, and it happened. And I was going, <gasps> you know, and... So Ryan, it was loud enough for me to make those, you know, noises. Ryan turns over and sees me. And then he knew I was not lying. I could not move. I mean, my arms were like dead weight, everything. And I, I can only look at him. He said, my eyes were bugged out. Like you see those cartoons, like <laughs> boing, boing. 
you know? And he was like, oh my God. So my eyes were bugged out. I was just glued down. He was like, babe, babe. And he was kind of shaking me. And I was like, shake, shake. And I was like, I can't. And, um, now he does, when he talks about it now, he's like, that's the only time you ever could not speak. You know, it's the only time you ever kept your mouth shut. But I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. So, um, you know, we, and then, you know, he woke me up and then I finally kind of, you know, came to or whatever. And I said, oh my God, that thing happened. He goes, he goes, you mean that thing you've always told me about? And I said, yes. I said, now you've witnessed it. Like you cannot fake this. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is not WWE where you can fake wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This ain't none of that fake stuff. I mean, he knew that this was the real deal. You know what I mean? And so, he didn't bolt. And he did not bolt. In fact, he was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even believe it, you know? And I was like, dude, this is real stuff. It's happened my entire life, and it's the same scenario. So the funny thing is I know when it's going to happen now. I can honestly figure it out. What it, are your warning signs or well, triggers? The, or? Well, the, tr- well yeah, the thing is, is that whenever I kind of like wake up, and then I have no reason to wake up. Like I, I ain't got to go pee and I, you know, the dogs ain't moving. Nothing's happening. Nobody's knocking on the door, but I just kind of like, blink, you know, just kind of wake up. And then, then I start doing that floating thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the ceiling's coming to me when actually it's not my, my physical body's laying in the bed, but it's like my spirit's leaving. And Ryan asked me and said, you know, where are you going? Are you taking a trip? You I know? was just fixing to ask that. That sounded like you were, yes. you were taking a trip or you were tripping. Oh uh, Yeah, I, I know. I was like, no, th- I, th- this ain't no good drugs, boo. This is like <laughs> crazy stuff. Like, th- that's the problem. It'd be one thing if I had some drugs and <laughs> if we were doing things, which we don't do those things. But no. if that was like the case, then that would be a great, you know, uh, excuse. But no, this is... In which this is even worse because it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not making this up. And so, and so then, but what I told him was what it was called. And the actual term, and I saw this, and I'm telling you right now, in the late 90s or the early 2000s, I can't remember, but Oprah had a show on it. Oh. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you right now, Oprah had a show on this particular subject and it happened to a lady. So one day we're watching Oprah, you know, she used to come on like at three o'clock in the afternoon and I saw it and she goes, today we're going to be talking about astral projection. You, and it's, it's people who can like leave their body. And they can take on, they can go to another realm or another thing or do something. Like I said, anytime I've ever, quote, unquote, you know, actual project, I didn't go do, I didn't go fight dragons and, you know, go do, you know, you know, uh, you know, doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go yeah. anywhere else because I didn't see me, you know, with a horse and a buggy. I didn't do anything crazy. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, dancing, you know, in, with fairies. It was just, that's all I saw. And so I don't know. And I told Ryan, I said, I really don't know what happens between the time that I turn over and see me sleeping my own body. And then, and then the time I wake up and I'm on, I'm, I guess I'm on top of myself. I don't know. That's kind of creepy, right? It's even kind of weird to say, but you know, like my spirit trying to come back in my body because I woke up too soon before I came back. Isn't that crazy? Mm, okay. So when yeah. you watch it, I see what you talk about. It's just weird. 
So it's like my body, my soul or my spirit leaves and then it sees itself, my physical body sleep. It's just weird. So it's called astral projection anyway. And a lot of people don't even believe me when I tell this story and I'm like, oh no, I'm telling you, if you witness it and some people in my life have it, you know, have seen me do it. I mean, if the viewers could see me now, the the listeners, they know I am just glued to you listening to this. Oh, I know. Well, let me tell you what, it's kind of crazy because it is a real thing. I'm telling, I, I mean, I'm looking at you right now and your eyes are like, like, oh my God. My eyes but are doing anyway, the cartoon thing. I know, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of crazy. So, but anyway, I don't know if that's a horror story or something bad, but it kind of reminds me of like, um, remember when you had to get off the TV, I mean, you had to get off the couch to go turn the dial on your TV and you go click, click, click. Like, oh it's gosh, like, yes. Oh, it was so annoying yes. because you're like watching a TV show and you're like, ugh, you know, and then the, that show's over in 30 minutes and then somebody in your family's got to get up and go switch the dial, you know, click, click. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and then you hear the Twilight Zone music. Ding, 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 oh, I'm I know. Out, I'm out of there. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like that. I didn't like all those shows. No. What was really creepy, though, remember, um, at the end of the night... On the main networks, they'd show the American flag and they'd play the, you know, the um, national anthem or whatever. And then it'd go. And it was just the snow. Yes. (gasps) Talk about creepy, especially if you fall asleep with the TV on. You know what I mean? Yes. And then now they then in the future, they make these horror movies with starting with the snow. You know, like you see. You know, like in a horror movie yeah. or whatever, any of them. And you'll see the snow and then the kid or the adults like tranced out looking at the snow. And then all of a sudden they're crawling through the TV and all that. Uh-uh. So let me tell you what, that is not cool. And I did not like getting up from the thing. Because whenever I did, I mean, I was home alone a lot as a child. So that's probably why I do not, and you know, like to be home alone now as an adult. So... You know that thing where it says, this is a test. This is only yes. a test. Yes. And it would do that. I would hide behind the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> it used to scare me. I knew that was a bad thing, or mm-hmm. I, but it was actually not a bad thing. It was a test. Yes. And it'd be like, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my I God. It was hide. so freaky. Yes. No, I, I know. And then it, I get what you're saying. I mean, it used to freak me out, you know, but... I don't know. Being home alone is, you know, scary, scary yes. enough as it is. But yes, I would, even as an adult, I'm a chicken. Yeah. I mean, I would jump from the couch, go and switch the TV, especially back then. HBO. <gasps> back in the 70s and 80s, HBO would show all those horror movies like back. It would come on every hour on the hour. You know what I mean? The same one, because that's what they did back then. So it, it they'd play it. And so my thing was always the Amityville horror and would have the blood coming out of the walls. Oh and my it, gosh, and yes. The, I know. And the voice would be like, get out. And then so I could not get off the couch because I was too scared as a kid Yes, to go and change the channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if the lights and, flickered. Oh, you know, if oh. anything was happening, it freaked me out. And that movie, for some reason stayed with me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and it, it is that oh and michael myers <gasps> back in 78 when that movie came out of course i'm showing my age they would play that movie all the time halloween mm-hmm. uh, now for some kind of strange reason i'm telling you, this sounds so weird honestly but 
I kind of found Michael Myers kind of sexy as a horror guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know why. I thought I think he was misunderstood. Okay, I we'll do. go with that. Well, no, I mean, think about it. You got Freddy Krueger with the big razor blade hands, which I couldn't buy the whole thing, which you would think that if I'm astral projecting and then Freddy Krueger's all about dreams, then maybe me and him would be buds. You know, I'd be like, uh-uh, boo. Now, look, move over because I got things to do back in 1800s. So, you know, don't come in my dreams because I ain't got time for that. I got my own shit to take care of, you know. But I wasn't really scared of Freddy Krueger stuff. I just wasn't. And then, of course, Jason, you know... I mean, I kind of felt sorry for him because his mom was a wackadoo, mm-hmm. you know, that which kind of made him kind of cuckoo because I, yeah. I really don't think that he wanted to be crazy. I think that the mom was crazy. Yeah. Or, did I just give away? Oh, I'm sure everybody now has seen Friday the 13th, right? So I don't think I gave away the, the plot. But it, if you did, if you haven't seen it, then you're under a rock. But <laughs> in in the first movie... You know, Friday the 13th, it was the mother that was killing the, the camp counselors. Yeah. And you know what they were doing, don't you? They, yeah. Yeah. They were having sex and not watching the children. Yeah. So that's why she got mad, which I thought, what a glorious plot line. Like, why not think of that? But um, anyway, now everybody's just, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You were talking about turning the dial on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was little, I would be scared to go to bed at night. Yes. And I would get... I'd make sure I had a path to my bed that I wouldn't stumble over anything. And I would get my hand on the switch and get ready to slap the hell out of that switch as quick as I could. Yeah. And I jumped two foot from the bed into the bed because the thing that lived under the bed would get my feet. Oh, see, I don't know if I ever had so much of a problem with the thing under the bed, but, you know, mm-mm. I've always no. had an extremely big imagination, so that well, thing under my bed was very scary. Yeah. Well, see, I always felt, felt like, you know, I was more afraid of, like, I, I didn't really have a problem with the closet. You know, most kids have the thing with the closet or with the bed, but I did have an issue with things that, to me, like, kind of going back to the Friday the 13th thing, those things really can happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's, that's real stuff. It doesn't have to be made up monsters it what really scared me was the real stuff do you remember the movie the entity i believe so yes but that girl is like followed by a crazy demonic spirit or something yes yes it said it is it is still with her today and they live in texas Oh, well, great. I hope I never meet her at Walmart. No kidding. No kidding. Keep your junk with you. Yes, you take it no. home with you. Yeah, no. I don't ever want to meet up with her. because If I see her at Target, I'm avoiding her because I'll just push my buggy someplace else, you know? I'm gone. But, um, but um, anyway, it's, uh, no, it's the real stuff that always scares me. You know what I'm saying? It's the real things. Like, there could be a Michael Myers. You know what I mean? Like, those kind of yeah. horror guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, because there really is crazy and psychotic people in this world. You don't have to just be carrying a machete to be cuckoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, anyway, so, but, you know, I would, um, you know, I'd always be, I was always, you know, scared and, and stuff. And so now every now and then I'm, I'm here home alone and, and I've had my moments to where I'd, I would hear something and then I'm thinking it's like Alexa. And I'm thinking that, oh my God, if she's doing something cuckoo, I'm going to, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm going to unplug this machine. But sometimes I'd hear something and it'd be kind of creepy, but here, and then, and then there's been times where, you know, I've been scared and things have really happened and I would tell you why. 
because my husband thinks it's funny to prank me. So I would be coming in from grocery shopping. Now, this is true. And this happens every now and then. And he knows better than to do this. But he does it anyway because I think, I don't know why he thinks it's funny. But I guess he gets, you know, he he gets off to it. He just thinks it's funny scaring me. But (laughs) I'd be, one time I came home from grocery shopping and I'm fixing to put the key in the door. And I hear, you can hear the muffle. And I'm like, what is that? So I'm listening and I have my, it's just like this. And I'm listening and I hear, and somebody is talking in the house. And so I back up. Okay. I just put down the bags. You got naked chickens all over your arms. Oh my hair God. Hair standing up. Yes. I'm just freaking out. I got the goosebumps and everything. Yes. So I'm like, what is that? You know? And, um, and then it comes out to be, you know, he's on the ring doorbell cracking up. And I'm like, what are you? I said, somebody's here. Somebody's inside the house. You know what it was? It was the Jack Nicholson biography playing full blast up loud on my Alexa. She's sitting there going, you know, uh, it's some some guy, you know, narrating, narrating narrating the book. And he's like, and Jack was sitting there on the, on the, uh, you know, in the, on the movie set and he, you know, la la la. And I'm like, Oh my God. But I couldn't hear because it's kind of muffled inside the house, you know, out the door. And so I was like, Oh my God, it just freaked me out. Cause we don't have that kind of stuff out here. And then, so I was like, uh, and he's on the ring doorbell cracking up. And he's like, I watched your reaction. I was like, you, and I can't say these words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say these words, yeah. but I had a few choice words for him and it scared me to death. And he still tells the story to everybody. Well, but, did you retaliate? Well, you know what? I sure did. Mm-hmm. I've gotten him back a few times, but my favorite trick for him is like, if he's taking a shower, I'll get an ice cold glass of water, a big one. And then I just kind of go over and the top, over the top, and he goes ah, and I get freaks my out. husband like that too. Yes, he goes ah, and he freaks out, and um, and I'm cracking up. He's like, I'm gonna get you. And I was like, you've already got me ten times, boo. But um, sometimes when we have our family come over and they're you know visiting and stuff, or they're staying the weekend, because we have our like our what we call like you know the family weekend, and people come and spend the night and stuff. We all kind of scare each other. It's kind of funny. <laughs> One of my favorite times that I got back my mother-in-law and aunt when they came to visit is when um, I they had just arrived and I was hiding in the guest bathroom shower. Oh okay, and of course you know it was closed and um, they come in there because they're unloading and packing and stuff and I guess since they made the trip here they you know have to use the restroom. But I think actually they were starting to like, you know, they were like, you know, like just freshening up or whatever, but nothing crazy happened. I mean, the minute they came in there, they had the, you know, they were all, them two were in there together and, um, and they were just kind of freshening up. And, but when they first walked in there, they both just kind of got, and I just went and pulled back that shower, kind of like Norman Bates did in Psycho. And they both scream, wah, and they just freak out, (laughs) slam their bodies against the wall. And um, I was like, I'm, 
oh my God, I just laughed so hard. And we still, that's one of our favorite moments still, of, you know, them being scared. But then now I've been scared before coming right out of the kitchen. There's a lot of this stuff is on video. We keep it as ammo, you know? <laughs> so, and um, there's usually, there's two of us usually, you know, planning this. So it's funny because it's like, um, you know, we're, uh, you know, kind of when, the, when we know they're coming. So I said, you've got to film it or I'll prop up the phone or something to where, you know, I'm actually able to, you know, have it in, you know, in the there where you can watch it. Yeah. It's just hilarious. But one time they got me good and, um, and I was coming out of the kitchen and there's just like this corner and my, uh, mother-in-law jumps out Rah! and I'm telling you right now, my, you actually, if you do the video in slow motion, you can see my feet levitate <laughs> off the ground. And you I, weren't even asleep and I you were levitating. Uh, that's a good one, girl. I wasn't even astral projecting. Yes. And I was like, I mean, my feet and my whole hands and my whole body shook. It looks like like somebody is shaking the screen. I scream and do all this. But I don't know. It's been kind of funny. And um, so I don't know. I mean, we've had some of those crazy, scary moments and stuff. But, you know... Uh, I don't think that necessarily a lot of things like going back to the Tyler guy. Now, see, I'm going to reach out to him and his people. Oh, I think you should. I think that'd be kind of cool. But I never can figure out if you watch the show, I can never figure out exactly what he is doing. He, he'll draw like a circle. Have you ever seen the show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He'll get the pen and he'll kind of like just swirl around and he's going like, okay, I'm feeling something. Hold on. I'm kind of, okay. Then he'll draw like a square. Then he's kind of going back and forth and he's shading something in. And that's his connection. That's his connection. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool, but kind of creepy but in a creepy cool it's kind of crazy creepy cool okay <laughs> but it's but you know that's his connection and then you yeah. know what when you watch it he's pretty much spot on right yeah i mean these people are like how did you know first it was celebrities he was doing the you know when he called like the hollywood medium or something or whatever the whatever the first shows were on regular tv I can't remember if that was him or if that was the lady with the long long fingernails and the bouffant oh yeah blonde. Teresa or whatever yeah. her name yes no i don't know that what was her. the hollywood medium that not the lady Tyler was. No, Tyler was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then now that he's on some kind of network, you know, like Hulu or Paramount or Netflix or whatever. But um, I think everybody should watch that. I think that it's, you know, it's, you really should check it out. Even if you don't believe in that kind of stuff or not. I mean, what about, okay, let's talk about this for a second. Okay. What about if that stuff really could be true? Do we really know? I don't think we, I don't think none of us really know if that, if that could be possible or not, you know, cause a lot of people think that for whatever reason they believe that they, that that stuff is not true, that you should not come back. You should not be able to come back and, and, um, you know, come and see someone you should be in heaven or wherever, you know, and you should not be coming back. And then there's people that believe that no matter what you can if you want to receive a message, it doesn't mean that they're, you know, physically right there, but they, mm-hmm. but you know, but they're channeling, you know, information or, or whatever, because somebody's speaking in the afterlife. I don't know. I don't either. And I don't really understand it. And I don't pretend to even know what I'm talking about, but whatever it is, it is quite interesting. And what about that stuff is possible. If it is possible, 
then, you know, I would like to have the opportunity just to receive a message or something from, you know, someone I've lost, you know, my, my, my mom would be great. Wouldn't it? I mean, I don't know, but then, then I'm thinking, well, if my mom is giving me this message, then, well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, where is she or what's happening here? You know, cause yeah. so it, it, I think you can just kind of look at on it as a, as a religious base, or you can look at it any way you want, but if that stuff, I mean, it possibly could be true. And if he's really channeling something, only I'm going to know that, you know what I mean? Like if he said, okay, your mom is right here with you and she's telling me that she likes, you know, A, B or C, and then this and this and this, because I'm not a celebrity, but not yet. And then, um, <laughs> I know we can all dream and have fun, right? Right. right? But, um, but no, I'm and all kidding aside, but seriously, it's like, you know, only I would know those things. But now on the regular show, he's actually doing like regular people. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just celebrities, but he's doing, you know, people that he, there's no way he would know who this person is. Does that make sense? Yes. He's not going to know, you know, who, you know, Bob Joe from Cincinnati is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of fascinating. I think it's fascinating, you know. I want to see if he can get Elvis on the line. You know what? No, he can't because Elvis is alive. I oh. think. I don't know. What about if Elvis is alive? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. There's people out there that think that some of these celebrities have faked their death. I don't know about all those conspiracy theories, which is quite interesting. But, you know, um, I don't know. Wouldn't that be kind of crazy if Elvis was alive? You know what I'm saying? He's walking around, you know, Vegas as himself, as an impersonator. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah, but he would so, be. He, you would be able to spot him because he'd probably have to have a walker by now. Uh, well, maybe so. But then, oh, look. If you've ever been to uh, if you've ever been to Vegas, there's every type of Elvis. You got skinny Elvis, you got young Elvis, you got old Elvis, you got fat Elvis, you got girl maybe. Elvis. Well, you even got drag queens dressing as Elvis. Maybe so. They're all. Elvis. No. And he's they just can't be. he's just spread out. I don't know. See, now I don't know about all that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would happen, but I, I'm just reaching but, far. I'm just no, reaching. No, well, don't reach, girl, because <laughs> I, I I don't think there's twenty Elvises, but um but no, I mean there is you know, I mean there could be there's all types of Elvises in Vegas and he could be one of them. What about if he is Walker Vegas you know, Elvis? you know, in Vegas. Yeah. And he's on a walker at the buffet. He'd be cool. Well, I mean, I've seen crazy stuff in Vegas and I've, I've only been there once, but we spent like a few days there and that was a uh, quite a trip and we had a blast. And so, Oh, okay. Now, first of all, this is kind of going off topic here, but we are saying uh, Vegas. When I went to Vegas, I told my spouse, I was like, I told my husband, I said, I want to see a burlesque show. And he was like, what? I said, yes, I want to see a burlesque show. Like I'm thinking burlesque show with, you know, the big fans, you know, the showgirls with the feathers in their hair and she's got the big fans kind of like, you know, like in the forties or fifties, oh, whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking old burlesque, like I'm thinking like the Brat Pack. What's it Brat Pack? or uh -huh. Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., yeah. Frank Sinatra. No, that was the Rat Pack. The Brat Pack is the 80s oh, kids from that's right, that's right. Molly Ringwald and all them. Duh. Okay. So, but 
um, you know, the Rat Pack. The you know, Rat Pack. What was it? Yes. Dean Martin. Um, Sammy Davis Sammy Jr. Jun- Sammy Davis Jr. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. There was another one. There was one. another one. Was it Perry Como? No, no, Perry Como was like so PG. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, true, um, true. Um, no, I don't know. But anyway, I, I, you know, there was the Rat Pack, and I'm yeah. thinking back in those Vegas days when they were sitting there doing the fans, and they're like, do 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 do. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what I thought. Where burlesque was, you know, the the women were, you know, probably had like the little outfit on. And, but then they'd have the fan and then they'd put it, pull it away. And then they had the other fan in the way you could never see their naked body because they were so talented with the big feathery fans. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought I was getting. So he agreed to it. He thought, he said, this is crazy because we should be going to Chippendales. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I said, yes. okay, we'll do that next time. I said, but you know, Chippendales, I mean, come on, you know, it's, I mean, I, I Yes, I would like to look at the men. That'd be great and be hot and all that good stuff. And they're wearing a bow tie and like little cuffs. Great. We've seen it. But, you know, I wanted to see like the art of the fan dance. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people, you know, gay and straight, they go and see all that stuff, men and women. And um, But I want to see the artistic value of it. Now, the funny thing is when I tell this story to the men I know, and, you know, and they're all straight, you know, <laughs> and I said, I want to see the art of it. Well, they're like, OK, you want to go to Vegas to see a burlesque show and you want to see the choreography and the costumes and the art. Dude, you were way beyond because <laughs> they're like, I'd rather see the hot chick, you know, looking sexy. And you're you're not worried about their body. You just want to see the costumes. So anyway, I thought that was hilarious. And I was and they were like, you're worried about a fan dance. I'm like, dude, I'll go with you. But we're going for the different reasons. <laughs> so I was like, OK, so we go. And so we have one of our friends with us and it's, you know, it's our, you know, he's a, he's a good, good friend. And so he goes with us and he's straight and he goes with us to see the show. So we go, we, okay. So we get there, we're watching the show. I'll fast forward and we don't get a fan dance. This is not like the cute fan dances. You know what I'm saying? The beautiful artistic. Mm -hmm. No, it's not what I thought. And so (laughs) We are watching it. Now, he was thrilled. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Our friend, he yeah. was like, yeah, this rocks. You know, this is great. And then me I'm, me and Ryan look at each other like, oh, God. Well, we now, made a mistake. We were like, and Ryan's looking at me like, okay, this was your thing. <laughs> you on you. <laughs> you wanted this. So, And so it was like an hour show or whatever, but I'm going to be honest, okay? We watched it, and the girls were pretty. They were. They had great bodies and stuff like that. And then um, and there was a lot of risque um, choreography and stuff, you know? And I kind of expected that, and that was all good. But it was funny because um, it was kind of raunchy in a way, but it wasn't like the Rat Pack Vegas. Yeah. I thought I was going to go in there and be like, hey, you know, Tom and woo and, you know, poker chips and dice and yay and all, you know, and fans. You know what I mean? No. You know, it wasn't like that at all. Like you see in the movie Casino or Goodfellas and all those kind of things, you know? Yeah. Uh-uh. No, this was Heidi off the billboard 
you know? Oh, my gosh. And she was, like, Heidi and Shelly, you know, doing a raunchy dance. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. Now, they were gorgeous and they were talented, I have to admit. I mean, I don't know how they even... I don't know. I have no idea how their feet reached all those different areas of the of the entire stage. So they traded in the pole for fans. No, they. No, you mean the fans for poles? Yeah. They, yeah. Well, no. they, yeah. Yeah. They didn't do that. No, ma'am. They traded. They traded each other for each other. You oh, know what I'm saying? Lord. So, but it was interesting. It wasn't. It wasn't like bad and really bad, like yeah, raunchy, yeah. raunchy. But it was choreographed. The costumes were billowy and flowy and so nice. And it was just like a real fun kind of adventure. So we go to this, um, you know, to the burlesque show and it was great. And the funny thing is now Ryan sits there and he makes it through the hour. He was like, okay, this is great. And so do I. You know, and this was great. We actually enjoyed it, to be honest. At first, we were like, oh, Lord. That, that's <laughs> Heidi and Shelly off the billboard, you yeah. know, now performing here. Like, what the hell? Grandma but Gert is next. Grandma Gert's next, and we love a Gert. So, but I was like, Ugh, you know, but after the show was over, and we had, like, these seats, and I guess it's like, you know, in the in the casino or whatever we were, um, in the auditorium, things like first come, first serve, you know, whatever. And so we kind of got there and, you know, and everything. So our seats were in a weird location. So the usher, I guess like a manager usher comes up to us and says, hey, guys, you know, um, I don't think y'all really got a good view, you know. And, you know, people are like walking in front of y'all and stuff and all this. So I hate that you came here to this show. And that, you know, you, you know, we missed part of the show or something. We're like, oh, no, we didn't. We saw everything. <laughs> trust. Trust it, me, Joe. It we was saw, enough. It we, was saw enough. we saw it all, Joe. So we were like, okay. And he was like, I'm going to give y'all three free tickets for tomorrow night. And it's a totally different show. And so we were like, um, okay. So he just gives us, only us, these free tickets. Because I guess he thought we had the bad seat. Which we really didn't, because uh, trust me, I saw Heidi and Shelly's feet everywhere. So then <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So then so we do our thing the next day, do all of our fun stuff. And then um, and that's when I went to Caesars. I think it's Caesars or one of those other places. What's the place with the fountains? Bellagio. I went to the Bellagio and I started taking all these selfies amongst all these, you know, walls and all this stuff. And um, Ryan and our friend was just like, oh, my God, if he takes another photo in front of a statue or some kind of weird marble wall, we're going to kill this kid. So anyway, so and then the next night we go. Now, the first night was billowy and flowy and great Shelly and Heidi doing their thing. The second night, child, we get and we got there and we were like, okay, we're going to do this. And of course, our friend's like, yeah, let's get up closer. (laughs) And I was like, oh, great. Now we're going to be able to smell these chicks. Oh, God. So what happened was we get there. Oh, my God. This is like chastity and cinnamon. Okay. (laughs) They're on the stage this night. And it was like Western night. And it's like, and it's like, it's almost like Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders meets, you know, you know, cowgirl hooker Barbie. So, (laughs) and it was like, oh my God. So they put on this great show. And of course, you know, oh my love, I love their chaps. The chaps were great. And their little bitty bra things they had on was like really great. And um, I've never seen a bra fall off real quick. I mean, I'm saying like, I was like, oh my God, like what happened? It was like a, 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 like a magic act. So um, during the show, there's like, bloop. So, but I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Well, anyway, we do the next night 
and that was even raunchier, but it was nice. We had a good time. So that is really my whole Vegas experience. Now, I did see some Michael Jacksons, some Elvises, some Marilyn Monroe's, and the, you know, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, that's Vegas. That was my Vegas trip. And it was fun because we did it for my 50th birthday. And, um, and I had a great time, you know, doing all that and, um, you know, being there. So, but no, back to Tyler. If Tyler channels Elvis, he might catch him at a burlesque buffet show. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, yeah. So, well, this has been very interesting. I don't know. We kind of, you know, covered a few things that as children, we were scared. And then Michael Myers is sexy. And I guess if, if I was ever going to be killed by a serial killer, which is not a good thing, but you know, if you had to choose, I guess it'd be Michael because I think he's misunderstood. I think Michael actually has a soft spot. You ever thought about that? Probably not. But this is just how my brain works. It's kind of crazy. But I kind of think like, oh, my God, Michael Myers is kind of like the mask hides his face. Yeah. And then he's got that. What is that? That jumper on, you know, that suit. <laughs> he's it, got no mix on. Yes. So now when I see a person like, you know, you know, at the store, like a guy getting off work at five o'clock, he's wearing the Nomax. I'm, I keep picturing like, don't wear the mask because this could be creepy. But anyway, so, but of course it's never inch. It's never great with a 13 inch blade too. No. You know no, what I'm saying? No. So, but anyway, well, um, well, thank y'all everyone for listening. And I hope that if you ever had those kind of childhood scary stories, you, I'm sure you understand what I'm totally talking about i mean i know you've been through some of this stuff oh yes yes. yeah so it's kind of scary isn't it it is it is very scary those things actually affect your life they stick with me yeah i mean it really sticks with me so oh okay so it's kind of creepy because i remember as a kid 78 was michael myers you know halloween and then 79 was amityville horse those two movies always stuck with me it's like a weird surreal kind of thing so when they keep making these movies and they keep doing like ryan reynolds did um the amityville horror remake so of course like a moth to a flame i go to the movie theater and go see this i was so freaked out but it wasn't because the creepy house didn't even look like the original one and it wasn't because of all that stuff it was those six pack abs he had you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. He's got the best body. And I was thinking, I understand. Now, I mean, I, I, I wanted to kind of give him a little credit. I was in the movie. I was like, oh, my God, he's trying to kill you with an axe, trying to chop down a door with an axe. And he's trying to get in there. But he's shirtless and has those pajama bottoms on mm-hmm. right under the V. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I was like, oh, my God. Just open the door, you know. Why does he have to like try to, you know, break through with an axe? You're a crazy girl. Just let him come on in. He'll snap out of it. He loves you. He's not going to kill you with an axe. But anyway, and which he didn't. So anyway, um, but no, those movies always stuck with me, and it was always kind of scary and stuff. So there I'm like, was two that stuck with me. Which ones? Jaws, and mm. the Legend of the Boggy Boggy Creek Monster. <gasps> Oh, my God. Yes, I remember Boggy Creek. We have a bog right out behind the pond that my brother used to tell me, this is where this was filmed. Uh, And being a little girl, I believed him. (laughs) And I wouldn't walk that way down the road. Yeah. And Jaws, I was, I mean, like five, six and oh. back, that was back then when you didn't drop your kids off for somebody to babysit. You took them with you. 
Yes. And so <gasps> your parents brought you to Jaws? Yes. It was all four of us. That and was like torture. It, it was. I was scared the whole time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jaws come up and bit this lady's leg off. Then legs started floating down. Oh, and yeah. my daddy and my brother cracked up laughing. The tennis shoe is still on that leg. Oh, my God. See, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. You know what I remember from Jaws? What? I remember the scene. Do you remember this? When there was an old boat or something in the water, and then one of the scuba divers has to go down and do something because they're, like, looking for something in the boat, right? And then just a head pops out of the hole. Do you remember that scene? Oh, yes. That stuck with me about that movie. It yes. wasn't even the, okay, there's two of them. The beginning of the movie when the girl's, you know, going underwater, she's like, bloop. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And he keeps like, he's like taking bites at her. Yeah. I mean, I just would have kicked him right in the snout, but I guess you can't, you know, it's a big old jaws. But anyway, so she's, you know, that part, cause she's swimming at night. Who does that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I can't even get a, into a swimming pool. Okay. At nighttime, like the dark water freaks me out. I just don't like it. I won't get into nothing dark, like dark water. I will I not get won't. into anything else other than a bathtub or a swimming pool. I would. I do not like knowing something is looking at me like I'm a tasty snack. No. Yeah, Please but, do not bite me. Well, let me tell you what. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I, well, I mean, I see it. I see what you're saying. I don't even like, but I'm, what I'm saying is I don't like a swimming pool at night unless yeah. it's lit up. Okay? I agree. So and that's other just people creepy. out there, because I will not be out there by myself. Mm-mm, I don't like it. And then, now the Boggy Creek, there's a scene, which it's kind of funny in a way. Remember the scene when the guy is in the outhouse, and he's using the bathroom, and the monster puts his hand through the screen of the outhouse, and he's oh like, gosh. oh, and the guy jumps and runs yes. out with his pants down, going, <laughs> And then you hear the 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 monster, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like a yeah. Bigfoot or whatever. Yeah. It's a funny scene, but, you know, it was also kind of scary if you wasn't used to it, but you kind of knew it was going to come up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. why else are they filming yeah, a guy? Yeah, you can hear the music, you know. Well, yeah, but why else would they be filming a guy in an outhouse? Yeah, So it's, it's like, okay, well, no, it's like, okay, we know this is going to happen because the guy's taking a crap in the outhouse, and the, so the monster must He's be coming. Distracted. But anyway, so those two movies are good, but those two movies for me always stuck with me, yeah. you know, yeah. that. And, um, and of course, I like Scream, which is very, you know, current now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The Scream movies are pretty good because I think that the Scream movies, that is a possibility. You know what I mean? Like, there could be a couple of people plotting to kill you know, a set of teens or whatever. Why is it always teenagers anyway? They're just idiots, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why, because I guess teenagers are like, no, like that commercial. Don't run, you know, don't run to the the car. Yes. You know, let's go to the, the shed cha- where all the chainsaws, chainsaws are at. Exactly. And then the serial so, killer just rolls his eyes like, oh, I know kids. it's it's such a funny commercial. Yes. And I'll, I'm like, oh, my God, don't get so, in the running car. No, let's go to the chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, that's hilarious so but no there's always these kind of stuff oh texas chainsaw massacre oh, yeah. now people actually go to that site where they can go see the you know like the tourism house you know the house that's supposed to be filmed at or whatever yeah and it's out there in the middle of nowhere or something i wonder if anybody's ever went i wonder i want to 
I think I need to find out. I hope that somebody, whoever's listening, I hope y'all comment on this and say, or call me or whatever, and let me know. Because if you've ever been there, I want to hear the story about your trip to the Texas Chainsaw House. And, you know, like, I am i don't know if it's a real house or this is, if this, it's supposed to be based on a true story. If this is where, you know, the stuff really happened or if it's just a, you know, a, a set for that movie. But either way, I would like to know about all that. And I cannot imagine. Okay. Now, I know I'm kind of like spastic tonight, but um, I'm sitting here <laughs> talking like blah, blah, blah. But now I recently had a friend here and we were, you know, having like a, a weekend and stuff. We had some company and we were watching this movie, Motel Hell. And I knew it was going to happen because I saw it back in the day. And have you ever seen it? The lady in the movie is the coach in Porky's. Remember oh that gosh. movie? Beulah Ball Bricker. Yes, Beulah <laughs> Ball Bricker. And she's like, oh, you are so disgusting. You know what I mean? Back in the day on the movies, Porky, you know, Porky, yes. Porky movies. An incriminating and, mole. Yes. <laughs> and so she's actually the psychotic person along with the man in the movie. And um, it's like two of them in this movie, you know, doing this. So they actually ran out a motel for the people. And then when the people check in, they ain't checking out because they actually, um, you know, do some crazy stuff to them. And it's just kind of graphic and gory. So that's not the point. But it's funny because my friend was watching it and he was like, what is happening here? (laughs) So the only thing he can remember, and I told him, I said, did you enjoy this movie or what? And he was like, I can't believe that they were doing this stuff in this movie, like they would bury their bodies and keep their heads out of the uh, thing, uh, out of the ground. And uh, they were making beef jerky out of them. I know. But isn't that kind of like Texas Chainsaw? Because um, isn't that what they did with the people? But I'm telling you what. Chili, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that almost made me throw up. Like, I've got, oh, wait a Stop. Okay. Okay. I'm no. Okay. I'm. I'm we're they, no, we're no, no, shifting no. gears or okay. no. So okay. it's like okay. So it's like I'm like oh my god. Just thinking about the the chili. It's about to make me gag. So um, but it's like um, you know, I don't know. But whatever they were making, I thought it was beef jerky. But they sold it in that store, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what it was? Oh my god. See, like I don't. I can't believe that many people came through there to eat that crap. Or to be succumb to being the chili. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I think the reason why I'm fixing a gag is because I had a chili, chili cheese dog not too long ago, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm right here in Texas. So I'm here going, oh my god, what about this is happening all over again, and I don't know it. But Did co- I eat? Of course, this is a George. Ch- no, I know this is like a chain restaurant though, so I think I'm okay to eat a a, a chili dog. But um, anyway, I don't know. I guess they need to be more original because if they were going to do something that had to do with people, I need to see people turn into like a corn dog or something. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see some originality, mofos. I need to see somebody turn into like, you know, you know, uh, a corn dog or, you know, something else. You know what I mean? Like, uh, now look, if you can make somebody into a churro, well, then we friends, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can make somebody into a cinnamon churro, we're, this is crazy. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like thinking this is, 
Oh my God. But I need movie makers. And if anybody's listening to do this, I'm telling you right now, please make a movie where if it's going to be cheesy and gory and stupid and all this, I'm so tired of the beef jerky that's done and played out. Right. And, and then now that, and of course the chili, I don't know why I would, Oh, I don't know why I would get sick when I think about that. I don't know, because it's just, oh, the little chunks. Okay. So anyway, I don't know why it's okay for me to see the jerky, but I can't think of the chili. (laughs) That is hilarious. Okay. So I need originality. You know, yeah. So if somebody's going to do a movie and you're going to do a horror movie and you're going to be all cheesy and stupid, and you know you're going to see this because you're not going to get quality. This is not Psycho like Hitchcock's Psycho. The you know? Corn Dog Massacre. I don't know what you can call it, but that would not be a good title because I don't know. See, the reason why I wouldn't want that to be the title is because you're not supposed to know what they're making with it. Oh. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like Texas Chainsaw is not called. Texas Jerky Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 the uh, you know Texas Chili Massacre. Okay, I can't. Okay, so then I'm thinking like, um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I keep thinking about chili. <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, so no, I need to see somebody do somebody into something else. If you're gonna be original and come up with something, and I know it's gonna be a B movie and it's gonna be horrible, it's not gonna make any money. It's just gonna be things that you're gonna see on one of these, you know, these you know cable things, whatever. Yeah, let's go ahead and do cheesy. Maybe that's what I need to do. I think I need to subscribe. I think I need to write a script. And let's just say, let's just be cheesy about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. It's not going to be a blockbuster. I'm not wanting it to be a blockbuster. I want it to be a funny, crazy thing when you're half drunk on wine, you know, and you're having pizza and wine and and you're, you know, eating sponge sugar of cotton candy out of a bag. I don't want to see you know, quality horror. I want to watch something that's going to be cheese that we can kind of laugh about and be, you know, cool with it. Yeah. Now, I think I need to screenwrite this thing. I think we get away from the jerky and the chili and all these other things. And we kind of come up with a concept of actually, um, doing a horror movie that people, you don't know until later in the movie that, Oh my God, maybe I don't need to say this. Maybe I should patent this or something. But copyright. I, yes. Okay. I need. That's it. I need to copyright this. But I'll say it anyway. Um, because may, maybe some. If you're a screenwriter and you're listening by chance or whomever, let's do it together because it'd be fun. But I'm thinking, oh my god, it all takes place at a carnival, at a fair, like a traveling carny, like oh, you know, like a traveling carny kidnaps people, does whatever. And then they get turned into those hot dogs. Corn dogs? No, corn dogs. Corn yeah, dogs. they get turned into the corn dogs. Oh, and they call it like, you ever seen the sign at the fair was like corny dog? Some mm-hmm. people would just say a corny dog. Or instead coney. Of like, yeah, or con- a, a coney, which mm-hmm. is like a hot dog, yeah. but like a corny dog. Oh, corny dog. Yes, you're right. You know, yeah. and they'll put the Y on the corny. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, like, I don't they're trying to be original, I guess. It's nothing but, you know, what flour i mean a uh, cornmeal corn on a hot meal. dog yeah so but anyway so that'd be a good i think it'd be a real stupid cheesy b horror movie but anyway i don't know it's kind of a concept there i think we got it. oh remember that movie if you ever saw it the fun house where it's like this this these people are kind of like cuckoo 
and they run a fun house. So the kids go in there in the, in the, in the cart, you know, and you see all the and woo and all that kind of stuff where you're going through the little cart, you know, on the thing, but then the carts come out empty. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and then they're locked in the fun house all night long and whatever. But I'm thinking if you and I know this, you know, good and well. Now, when I'm watching these horror movies, I'm like, you kid cannot escape out of a, uh, out of a, a fun house, you know, like a horror fun house, you know, ride. Mm-hmm. So some cuckoo clown you think is just a, you know, a prop, but they reach out to the kid, jerk him off the damn car. And then, then the kid is like kidnapped and all this stuff down in a basement. I didn't know there was a basement in a, in a 18 wheeler trailer. That's what those <laughs> things, yeah. that's what those things are made out of or whatever, I guess. But, and you can't escape from that. I mean, let's be real here. That's stupid. How, how can you not escape? I'm sitting here going, are these people dumb? How can you not escape? from this thing because you and i both know that those rides at the carnival are never put together right like half the time those bolts or nuts are missing you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. so i'm sitting here going now you know good and well that fred and mike did not put this shit well together so i know you can escape from a hole somewhere that's all i'm saying it's just weird but i don't know i think we've you know um got some good ideas for a horror movie oh yeah you know what i'm saying let's collaborate we should like write a screenplay and it could be like, you know, well, oh my God, that would be the opening scene. Corny dog. <laughs> and that's all you know. But that might be giving away the whole plot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, well, anyway, okay. And I guess it's time. Did you see that again? Is that the, did you, are you not catching the lights flickering too? No, I am. I am. Am I the I'm only just, one? I'm just trying to pretend it's not happening. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. So here we are. <laughs> You're pretending that the lights are not flickering. You're trying to pretend that they're not flickering, but it's like, um, okay. There's no denying it. Are both of us like spacing out right now or what? See, there's not, there's not bad weather coming, is there? No. no, well, no. Okay. No. Okay. So I'm like, this is kind of weird. But anyway, um, I don't know. We'll have to check it out. Okay. I think everything is good. You I go mean, first. Uh, no, I think I'm going to go ahead and just, um, you know, just sit right in here in the comfort of this. I got enough stuff in here that I can throw, but not my M&M candy dispenser. No. We're not going to throw that at, you know, at our wannabe Michael Myers. Okay. Because right. I'll be like, Michael, please don't stick that 13 inch blade inside of me. It's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Yes. But, but now there was a part. And I'll, I won't talk about him anymore, but there was a part in like part 29 of this Michael Myers franchise <laughs> where he was about to kill the little innocent, you know, his little niece. Yeah. And she was laying down, but she knew what she was doing. So she was trying to psych him out and she goes, Uncle Michael. And she reaches up to touch the mask and there was a tear coming out of his, you know, face or oh. whatever. <gasps> Oh my God, that's when I fell in love. Oh. I was like, he does have a soul. He, he needs does a have teddy a spirit. No, he, he just needs a hug. Yeah. If you can just get past the knife, you know, yeah. you can hug him. He's okay. I think everybody needs love. So that's what I'm going to say. We're going to end this with love tonight. We're going to say, look, you know, everybody needs a love and a hug. 
and you know they, they need some they need some love and compassion and a hug and there's nothing wrong with that so i always like to be optimistic and everything that's how i run my life and that's how i see myself you know i think that um we all go through trials and tribulations but there's nothing wrong with showing love and compassion when you can and if you if you're able if you're ever able to give someone somebody a hug it'd be the best gift you can give them that day Yes. You know? Very much agreed. Well, thank you for being here and being my guest. It's been fun. Thank you, Patrick. um, It has been fun. I'm going to have to revisit Boggy Creek. Yes. Yeah. We need to watch it. Okay. Well, if you grab, you know, if you grab the popcorn. Okay. You know, and I'll grab the spun sugar of, you know. Uh, cotton candy. Does that sound good? Oh, that does. Okay. Well, let's find it on iTunes. No corn dogs. No. Oh, no. No <laughs> corn dogs. Well, thank y'all all for listening so much. I really appreciate y'all being here. So catch me on iHeart Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Catch me on Instagram as the real Patrick Tremont. And also to on Facebook, go to Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont. Like, share, and subscribe to all of my social media. I'd really appreciate it, and I hope you have enjoyed the show. See you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. Did you hear that? I don't hear anything. I'm not going to listen to it. No. No, listen. Um, I thought something. Okay, that's crazy. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm still right. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) That kind of startled me there for a minute. Thank y'all so much for listening. See ya. It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont.